Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Getting Hammered. I'm your host, Mary Catherine Ham. I'm here, as always, with my friend, Vic Mattis of the Free Beacon and the Sub Beacon Podcast, which you can find on Patreon. And I had too much coffee. I'm already talking too fast. It's fine by me. <laughs> How are you, Mary Catherine? This is going to be like yes. listening to a podcast on one and a half times. 1.5. You know what? People do this all the time. They say they watch movies and they listen to podcasts and certainly skipping through ads and stuff like that. If I knew how to, <laughs> I would probably do that. You need your children to show you the Yeah, button. I'm not sure. One point, people thought 1.5. I don't know. 1.5 is doable. But does it raise your voice? It, your voice yes. sounds higher than that, right? No. I don't like it. I, it's no. either it's either yeah. traditional yeah. speed or yeah. nothing for me. I am just getting – this is my first coffee of the day. Look at you. I'm just getting started. It's late. Yes. It's late. But And then later on, maybe I'll add a, a shot of Jameson's. You should for St. Patrick's Top Day. Top of the morning. Top of the you know morning what? to this, you. This will come yeah. out. This will come out while people are suffering through their hangovers. You... So hi everyone. There, you know, there are some people who will like, you know, this might be well, a little too cheery. That's right. That's right. We need to slow it down <laughs> and softer voice. You know, so not, you know, yes. Ugh. But we'll get to St. Patrick's later in the Ugh. show. I just realized I'm not wearing any green right now. Do my boots I have count? A, I have a my tie is a dark tragic. Yes. Oh. I have a green. Oh, you do. Thing you have a, you have a green uh, wrist thing. I got I got I made sure my kids were wearing green. So I did that. By the way, Are you, picture I, yes. day was St. Patrick's Day, which seems oh. like a weird. Well, then everybody's gonna have green on. I guess they're just all gonna have green pictures. Are you Irish at all? I'm actually not, <laughs> despite being pale with green eyes. Ham, greenish ham, eyes. They're hazel. Ham, ham is English. Yes, it's not Irish. <laughs> I think it's German. Hamburger. Oh, from ham. Yeah, yes. yeah. Sure. German and French, and you can tell I'm not Irish. You know why? I don't hold grudges. I got zero. <laughs> that's the yeah. That's 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 the that's the joke. About, I forget them. That's the Irish Alzheimer's joke, <laughs> right? You forget everything except the grudges. I love yeah. the Irish. I'm, so. I'm not hating. No, believe me, believe me. I know them too well, <laughs> having married into a clan, Clan yeah. Dwyer. I think a lot of people. I, I think I assumed I was Irish until I uh, until we actually had the ancestry information. I was like, oh, not a bit, huh? Surprise! <laughs> it could be your commercial for that ancestry. <laughs> oh, and I found out I was non-Irish. Yep. Uh, growing up, we went to a, a Catholic school, and so everybody had to wear green. Growing up, it didn't matter what you were; you wore green. So I have got to wear green. I have a very nice memory of when I was uh, like maybe seven or eight. Yeah. Of not having anything green to wear, or not preparing, or yeah. th- it's, a, it's a theme. Um, of not preparing to wear green and panicking at the last moment and my dad taking a piece of felt and cutting a shamrock for me Ooh, that I wore. Yes. And I saved that for years. I oh. wonder where it is now. I had it for probably at least 20 years after he made it I for me. I bet you were a big star. <laughs> I was super cool, guys. <laughs> with my shamrock with on my shamrock. lapel, on my eight-year-old lapel. Yeah. Speaking of getting dressed, I yeah, you're told in a state. you. You're in a state. I told Vic I was not going to throw a stereotypical lady fit over my clothing, but I'm probably going to do it. Probably going to do it right did now. You, did you have a plan in mind and then it, <laughs> and then when you put it on, executed the plan, you were not happy? Is that what no. happened? No. Okay. Here's the deal. Guys, we're taking some pictures. You know, we're stars, so we have to have promo shots. <laughs> taking pictures for a podcast. The stars true. need their promo shots. Yeah. yeah. I failed to come up with a vision for my Luke and now I am bereft of a look. <laughs> but you're, the, the not having a look for you is a look. 
Is it? Well, yes. Well, the, the our listeners, our it's fans. It's like, oh, she doesn't try too hard. The, the, is that one, what the, the 101 is? will decide. This is the 101 <laughs> yes. will decide when they see. They'll say, oh, no, it's perfect. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It would be odd if you So then, know. again, these are very trivial concerns. I want to make clear that I know that. But I also went to have my hair done. I rarely, I'm a cheapskate. I rarely pay to have my hair done. And I had somebody curl it up for me today because I wanted to prepare for this podcast while I was sitting in the chair. This is efficiency. I'm paying money so that I can study while someone else does my hair. Don't love it. I don't love it. Had she done it that she, I assume it's a she, mm-hmm. uh, done it that way before and it's just a little bit off no, this time? Or is it a new person? This is a new person. Uh, so this is the thing. Because that's too much I'm pressure. A, because I'm a cheapskate, I don't have a person, right? So. <laughs> how, how, is not having a per, how is having a person more expensive than not having a person? Because I just do my own hair. Oh, oh I see. I, I, thought, never, I thought you meant you go to random people. No, no, no. no. Oh, uh, so I just do my own hair and I don't uh, have a person. So here I am. No Luke's. Luke, <laughs> ready, ready to take a take a photo. Nonetheless, you know what I might do? Just put on bright lipstick, and everyone is distracted by by the lipstick. That's that, a thing that, that, that you can that do. That will not work for me. <laughs> There's a you know that line in, in, in that movie Tootsie. Yeah, you know, and uh, and the camera guy says, "How far should I move back uh, the camera?" And he says, "How about Cleveland?" He says, Cleveland. <laughs> well, and I say I'm a cheapskate, but then I panic and I'm like, "I need." To go on one giant shopping trip and buy eight things so that I f- have options. And then I don't like any of the options. That, uh, I'm such a it'll woman. Work out. I'm such a it, woman right now. It'll work out just fine. Uh, I, I mean, the great thing is this. Should have just worn jorts and a tank top. Jorts. The difference, I guess, well, I guess not for us, but technically the difference is they could take a bunch of pictures and you could theoretically decide in real time which ones you like. Whereas when you did class pictures, you had to wait for <laughs> weeks, and sometimes it's a complete bust. Class pictures are heinous, man. That was a yeah, uh, yeah. Elementary school and, then and you'd junior forget. high. Oh man, I have a I have a thirteen. Actually, I have a I have a picture of my thirteen year old class picture, or uh, you know, uh-huh. and then Steve's next to each other, and uh, the glow up is real, guys. We were not a cute couple if we had been thirteen together. It was a it was a disastrous situation there there are there are glimmers of promise there right <laughs> but it's it's not a it's not good i've you know i'd seen a lot of pictures of kate when she was younger and when she was small and she always looked cute even as a little girl she did. except she she hit some pictures and it turned out she required serious orthodonture oh and i said oh it, it can't be that bad and you know it's like sometimes it's behind the old pictures are behind the other ones for like grade school and holy smokes! I would this like, thing, I would like to like, compare pictures with with Kate. I feel like we could have a I'm orthodonture you, off. It was frightening. <laughs> I, I even I was like, you know, I mean, she's still cute, but man, there's so oh, cannot I, see that. I kid you not. This this is. I don't think this is an exaggeration. If it is, it's just a little. Yeah. My teeth came in. My big my big girl teeth. My grown up teeth came in at a forty five degree angle to the ground. Like, straight out. All four of them. Just out there, okay? It was a mess. My father said on the bright side I could eat corn on the cob through a picket fence. Ah! Which prepared me, by the way, for graphic. middle school. <laughs> because oh, because you he, had... knew, he knew I was going to get it. So we had to, we had, he had to prep me. I was prepped for... Did you go full, like, what, sort of, like, braces, wires, what oh happened? Oh, my gosh, everything 
any sort of jaw thing, alignment no. thing? Te- well, the first thing is I had just so many teeth pulled. So many. Yeah. I had a lot of teeth yeah. and they weren't coming yeah. out fast. And I know that grosses some people out, but 17. Um, That's amazing. Okay. Total during my during, I think during you the have whole us beat. process. Yeah. And, uh, and then I had braces for like three and a half years. And they were the... They were the years when you – it was 14 to 17, Oh, man. Oh, I thought you were going to say like 9 no, 14, to 12. 14 to 17. And I got those suckers off my junior year oh. just in time to take senior pictures at the beginning of senior year. And I cried. I cried tears of joy. <laughs> I said, look at those big, beautiful teeth. And they remain big. Braces, braces, <laughs> are, braces are medieval. It's a whole thing. They do – I think they do a better job now. Well, I know. Both my kids – my my son is no longer in the brace mode. He is now just in these like retainer like thing modes. But they're plastic. Yeah. You just wear them. But my daughter is in the thick of it. And the only difference is you can get colored braces now. So different colors: pink, green, nice. whatever. I think but, I think you yeah. can get those. Then you had little rubber bands. Oh, they have that. those as well. Yeah. And so they're colored. And then also the other the only thing is you, every now and then some wire will come out. You like every you like they're eating, and then all of a sudden you got to go in. Uh, like as soon as possible, because every time you bite down, you're feeling something against your right. gum. It's 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 it's. I, I I know we're. I'm spending a lot of time on this. I don't care. Look I great, had, by the way, Alex. Come on. Thank you. Oh, I totally so, agree. So I had my orthodontist was a famous, infamous, perhaps perfectionist. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, and Doctor Deal was his name. May he rest in peace. He died a couple of years ago. Doctor Deal, because he was a perfectionist. It's one of the reasons I was in braces for three years, because I had a whole situation here. It might have been his opus, right? I, my, this situation. He has a lot to work with. It was very exciting. <laughs> he was very, he was pumped to meet me, right? And uh, every time you would have your braces tightened, he would put this little plate under your teeth. And if it rocked at all, meaning that they were not perfectly even, you didn't get your braces off that visit. So I would sit in fear of the little plate rocking back and forth it would rock every time and then finally take them up but i'm picturing like a vice no nah, it wasn't that terrible like a casino he also oh, sang yeah. while he was doing your braces he had an oh, oldie station oh, on he would oh, sing. That's nice. so i i lived in fear of that test and it took forever but around town everyone knew which smiles were dr deals because dr deals good. were a special level of perfection and that is why friends out of respect for Dr. Deal, I can still wear my retainer. I have kept these things in order because if they go home, Vic, if they go home, yeah. my career is over. I, I bet Dr. Deal must have made a killing, right? I, I'm I, sure you he know, did. you know, like dental work is never like you could never get that much from your insurance to cover that kind of work. You these know, have so. to be on for another yeah. six months, ham family. I'm yeah. sorry to inform you. Yeah. Yeah, My brother like, ditched like halfway through his and went to the easier orthodontist, and he was out of his faster. Yeah, probably regrets. <laughs> nah, his teeth look good. Uh, it's whatever. Uh, These giant ham teeth that everybody in my family has. Oh, so they're are they from your father's side, the teeth They're issue? from both sides. Everybody oh. got chiclet teeth in this family. Everybody. And my children are going to have them, too, and we're going to pay for the orthodontist. I, you know, uh, I don't have great teeth, but no braces. I never wore braces. Ugh, see? That's Neither did I. Oh, Dang, oh look, really? at, look at that. Hers are, hers are great. Look, there's, there, you just missed it. There was even a, a sparkle. I know. Like, it was like, ding. Well, now <laughs> I'm feeling even better about myself, guys. Thanks. <laughs> I just made a whole lot of people hate me. It's okay. I it's know. All good. So there's not even a gap. 
No, but it was it was you know Doctor Deal was there for me, and he gave an impassioned pitch that I should uh, that I should keep my braces for as long as it took to get things perfect. Speaking of impassioned pitches, oh come on, there you go. President Zelensky speaking to Congress this week about matters in Ukraine. He addresses them via Zoom, I guess. We all, I mean, we're all Zoomers now, guys. He didn't fly in to Capitol Hill, which is, you know, like, if you think about this really quickly, like, during the war, you know, Churchill and Roosevelt, they couldn't meet over Zoom. They would meet clandestinely on a ship in Nova Scotia, you know. Or send a telegram. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's he's meeting with Congress. He gives quite a stirring address, as you might imagine, mostly through a translator, speaking about how Ukraine's struggle is a struggle for Europe's values and America's values and for freedom itself. He likened it to some of our darkest days, yeah. 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. He's really making the hard sell it's the here. the hard sell. He, at the very end, addresses Biden himself by saying, I need you to be the leader of the whole world, which... Same dude, same. <laughs> that's, yeah, he speaks for all of us. That's generally what we're we're yeah. looking for. But at any rate, at the end of this, he gets, or I can't remember, it was before or after he gets a standing ovation. Regardless, he gets a standing ovation from Congress. And now he's getting a big old weapons package yeah. after this address, which, if you think about it, somebody was writing it. He's negotiated this so that the no-fly zone was the big ask. Yep, and then right. we come, we climb down a little yeah. bit. So here we are at the the weapons package. 800 anti-aircraft systems, 9,000 anti-armor systems, 7,000 small arms, 20 million rounds of ammunition, and drones. That's right. That includes the 6,000 AT4s, by the way, which are, you know, anti—those are anti-tank weapons. And you're seeing some damage from footage from these drones, by the way, of Russian tanks getting blown up. And I think a lot of it is that. And so— Good for good for everybody involved in this deal. AT4s, by the way, those anti-tank weapons are manuf- made by Saab. The car, oh, really? The, the car company. Sh- they're a very elegant. <laughs> what anti- don't they do? I know they're very. Yes, that's right. High speed, high speed, high delivery system. What did you think about the speech? Well, now, of, of course, we're still walking this line of like, okay, what is yeah. seen as too aggressive and might provoke the Russians. However, the Russians are currently sieging entire cities yeah, of of civilians and wantonly taking out women and children. I mean, it's, yeah. I, I read a story last night that I almost, I know I need to know these things, but I almost regretted reading it. I mean, it's just horrific. So I'm not sure how much we're going to provoke him further. Yeah. And I do think that Ukrainians are fighting for our values. Yeah. And I also think it's not our job to tell them to live on their knees. No. And no. I'd, I'd like to help out. That's right. I, I, like you said, I think the, the smart thing he did was, you know, go for the max. What's the max offer that you want? And then they will meet you with something pretty good at the moment if they're able to do this. The question is, does Putin decide to intercept delivery of these weapons, which are basically, you know, U.S. NATO weapons? NATO is supplying and the United States is supplying the Ukrainians and how does Putin interpret that? But as you mentioned, you know, he clearly doesn't care, you know, about it, whether or not he's going to provoke the West because he's bombing, you know, maternity hospitals, yeah. theaters, killing a lot of innocent people intentionally. So we're at that point, And the question is, what what will it take for the U.S. to, you know, 
step step in. So th- I mean, this is that that's the question, and things are pretty serious right now. But yeah. as, as we mentioned, uh, uh, this AIDS package will help. And package. Zelensky mentioned at the end of his speech, quite moving. That's why today the American people are helping not just Ukraine but Europe and the world to give the planet life and justice in history. Now I am almost forty-five years old today. My age stopped when the hearts of more than 100 children stopped beating. I see no sense in life if it cannot stop the deaths. And this is my main issue as the leader of my people, great Ukrainians. I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, and it is it is quite moving just to see yeah. leadership of this nature. And it is it is true courage to be in Kiev. Russians in some capacity, probably not the Kremlin people think because it's not that sophisticated. We're creating deep fakes to suggest that, uh, that Zelensky wow. was not. And it, it, not in Kiev, and he was further asking Ukrainian soldiers to, to stand down. That's but, amazing. Uh, that's not really what's happening. Biden, for his part, after speaking yesterday at an event, calls Putin a war criminal. So that's a very brief comment in a scrum uh, that with was, reporters. That, that, was, that was addressing, by the way, I believe, the Fox News reporter. Yes. And she had, he had initially said no. And then he came back He's like, and said, wait, who are you talking about? Oh. Putin. Yeah. So that's what's going on in Ukraine. Further, just a, just a little bit about how it does sometimes feel like we're living in a simulation, Vic. Yeah, sure. For a while. Uh-huh. It's been, I mean, Zelensky, who is now this incredible global leader for, for the values of freedom, was a reality star. Yes. Right? A comedian. And then part of a scripted drama about being the Ukrainian That's president right. before he quit to run for president of Ukraine. Life imitating and, art. And won. His show as president of Ukraine is back on Netflix. So you can watch it concurrent with him fighting a war That's as insane. the president of Ukraine. It's insane. It is crazy. Further, Elon Musk is interested in dueling with Putin. I admire I, 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 I admire his, his chutzpah, but my fear, of course, is that, you know, Putin is a trained killer, right? Yeah. He, he's, he, he was In the, Soviet Russia. Yeah, no. Putin duel you. <laughs> he was, a, you know, he, he was an FSB. You ever see Eastern Promises? Yeah. Don't mess with those FSB guys. No, it's terrifying. I have seen Eastern Promises. I saw a little too much Eastern Promises. That is it's a great movie. a though. great movie. It did very well in the quadrants. If you don't know what that means, <laughs> tune into the sub beacon. But it did. It did. Okay. Uh, it, it, does, it any, not, does it not subtract points for the for, full Because it was frontal? male nudity? Yeah. No, you know what? If you have a strict interpretation of the quadrant of sex and nudity, there was nudity. Look at this equity. No, I'm very – yeah, absolutely. Look. look. The fact is – we saw Viggo Mortensen. Look at this. Fine. <laughs> little, little Viggo. Fine. Look at this <laughs> equity at yeah, this, this that's progressive right. that's, podcast. That's, that, that, that's, how we, that's how we roll. I, I have a question. The speech, uh, Congress watched it. So obviously they were not all gathered in the chamber to watch it. Where did they go to see? Because did you see where they were gathered? It looked oh. like the Smithsonian IMAX. I don't like, know. They, that's a good question. It was like a, a, the theater. Maybe they were in that bunker under the Greenbrier that got uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> We're supposed to stash all those guys for continuity. That's that's right, with the secret tunnels. Oh, man. But if I'm not mistaken, feuds are 10 steps out and shoot, right? Is that what he's proposing? 10 paces? Yeah. I'm not sure. I was thinking more like Thunderdome. Oh, this is like a a brawl. Yeah, maybe. Like like two men enter, one man leave. And you have various weapons. But again, you know, Putin's older, but, you know, know. they're dangerous. He's dangerous. Wow. But I admire it. Ten steps out, but on masks, it's more like 
One step forward, two steps back. Am I right? Oh, hey. <laughs> you're on a roll. You see I, that? This is what I should have more coffee. Yeah, no. I mean, look at this. I should have more coffee. Oh, the Brits are free. The Brits are free, Vic. Practically. Yeah. Please elaborate. In Heathrow Airport and on some British airways, they are going to allow people to go flagrantly maskless. They are going to allow them to make that choice for themselves. And you would think, oh, this is awesome. I can't wait to get on a Virgin flight or a uh, what's British, it, a British airways. airways flight and make my way somewhere mask-free. However, you cannot unless the country you are going to also, also says you can be mask-free. Boo! But I do appreciate Britain leading the way on this. You would have to go fly to Britain and mm-hmm. then from Britain fly to one of its territories. Territories. Yes. Ter- territories. So, like, I believe they mentioned the Caribbean, for example. Yes. Caribbean, Barbados, Saint Lucia. Oh, is it Saint Lucia or Saint Lucia? Lucia, I think. And Antigua. I, uh-huh. I'm not opposed to that. Getting hammered investigates. Yes. <laughs> Looking into it. As the official mask correspondent for everyone, I want to check into this and figure out what we have to do. So, when you say mask free, you mean like during meals, or do you mean no, like I, I like for, just? Can you have it? How about if you you're allowed to have it below your nose? No, I think and you're just. Not, how about when you're napping? Heathrow no longer requires people to wear them in its terminals. Railway stations and office buildings will continue to recommend they do so. Why? British Airways and Virgin Atlantic are the latest airlines to relax their policies on face coverings. Passengers must still wear them on board flights if the country they're traveling to requires it. It's the cleanest air you can go, you know, you you could. I appreciate this. This is Heathrow's. Inside a plane. Heathrow's uh, COO says, while we still recommend wearing them, we can be confident the investments we've made in COVID-secure measures, some of which aren't always visible, combined with fantastic protection provided by the vaccine, will continue to keep people safe while traveling. Welcome to the messaging everyone should have had a year ago. That's exactly right. If you're flying on a plane six, seven hours of the cloth cloth mask, that's not going to protect you. Nah. And eating, and then making sure you put your mask back on while you're chewing. Meanwhile, back it's home. Insane. Speaking of insane... <laughs> At home, sorry. I have to, I got to pick on Mitt Romney. Look, I'm not trying. Yes. I'm not looking to do it. No, no, no. It's. I'm never looking for that opportunity. It's a bad call. But Senator Mitt Romney was the only Republican to vote against a measure that would have quit the masking for Head Start young children in federal facilities, in federal child care, which is already messing them up enough to begin with. Uh, we don't need a mask on top of it. That's, that's real data, by the way. It really yes. is actually bad for them. Yeah. He voted against this. Now, the rationale I have heard, because I always want to offer the rationale that the person involved offers, I believe is that he thinks politicians shouldn't be making these decisions, but health officials should. Except that health officials are not answerable to us. That's right. No, it, it, it's kind of a cop-out because he's like, yeah, we should leave it to the experts to decide. But the experts are not voting on policy. The experts... Yeah provide their best advice to the people in power who can make these sort of public... We, that's what also, politicians do. They we've make been pub- leaving it to the experts. Yeah, and we know. And so. that's, that's, this is where it got us. Yeah, so it's very bizarre I don't that like he did bit. it. And again, again, they brought over seven Democrats to vote in favor of this. Clearly seven yes. Democrats who are very concerned about their own prospects, you know, in their in their home states. Normalcy but, has a constituency. Yeah. I, I don't get very, this one, a, man. That's a disappointing one. Disappointing and is definitely in the any word. event. The president says he's going to veto it if it if it gets to his desk. Of course, of course. Yeah. By the way, they they ex- they extended the TSA 
requirement until April 18th. It was yes. supposed to expire this week, but no, no, no. We're going to extend it, and then we're going to get to April 18th. and going to be like, oh, I think we need to extend well, it Well, no. What happens is April 18th, you know, the vari- variant 2, what is it? V- oh, v- yeah. V2, VA2, whatever it's called. Then we'll have to be concerned about that because it is, uh, according to most studies, much more widespread and almost unnoticeable in, in many people. And that's not good. Oh, un- unnoticeable. That would not good, be good, good to be asymptomatic. By the way, I do want to mention also that there's a there's a new organization called Save the Tots Virginia that is it's a nonpartisan group advocating for mask choice for the youngest among us. Uh, and and one of their group members messaged me to say thanks for being on the mask beat. Uh-huh. So if you have a Save the Tots chapter near you, you can look that up on Facebook and see if That's you can get involved. Great. Because we still have. The toddlers are the ones left in yeah. in New York and other places. It's like, okay, well, everyone else can go out of the mask. The, these, these octogenarians all gathering for the state of the union, they're fine yeah. to just air kiss and, and hug. But your, your two year old that needs a mask, needs a mask. The ones who are the least susceptible. Yes. As always, as always, it's, it's again, just like with stuff. the discussion about Kyrie Irving, not being able to play, but being able to sit in the game. None of these things make sense. No. They're going to do it again, too, with with baseball, where out-of-town no, players not. are going to be able to play unvaccinated in New York, in, but in-town players yeah, will yeah. not be able because, to. It, because it's about liability. <sighs> it's dumb. The gall. The gall of these people. Speaking of gall, let's talk about the Cuomos. Oh, hey. Oh, my goodness gracious, y'all. Both? First of all, first of all, governor, former Governor Cuomo. Yes. It just came out this week, confirmed that they'd most definitely hid the nursing home death numbers. By a lot. By a lot. Now, we, if you were paying attention to this story, you already knew this, but it was in the mainstream sources confirmed in a bigger way this week. Huge knock against this guy's tenure. I mean, just awful, awful stuff that he was doing, hiding this stuff while he was writing the $5 million book about his expertise. Oh, my gosh. In COVID An amazing leadership. book. Oh. So, and making and winning, art. And winning an Emmy Award. Oh, yeah, that too. And making art projects about COVID. Yeah. That's, the, I don't know why that gets me so much, but like, <laughs> can you imagine if a, I know we play this game a lot. Can you imagine if a Republican yeah. came out with a paper mache mountain of his COVID journey? Yeah. And everyone was like, okay, sure, this we'll buy really that. Amazing. No. Yeah. No, that's crazy town. So anyway, the paper mache is put away, but he wants to bring it back. He has said this week, there, there are rumors this week that he's actively considering running again. Again, he still has a war chest and he's not going to be giving it to uh, other people. So he's going to want to spend it, might as well spend it on himself. I wrote a column for the Daily Beast two or three weeks ago mm-hmm. called No One Asked for a Cuomo Comeback. And I'm just going to post it once a week because he's going to give me a reason to post it once a week. He, right. He's spoken in two churches yeah. in the past two weeks. Can we stop hosting him there, please? Just in, in the great line, which is God is not done with me yet. Oh. Well, that's one way to put it. Yeah. Uh. Meanwhile, Chris Cuomo, who yeah. was uh, fired from CNN for breaches of journalistic mm-hmm. ethics, advising his brother on how to escape sexual harassment charges. He also... Uh, ran a piece on a one of his accused. Chris Cuomo himself was accused of sexual harassment yeah. slash something else. I don't remember the exact specifics of it, but that that woman's company. He ran a story 
in his capacity yeah. as a journalist to try to basically sweet talk her into not mm -hmm. revealing this bad behavior. Yeah. He is now suing CNN, former CNN Chris anchor Chris Cuomo is seeking at least 125 million from his old employer, claiming the network wrongly term wrongfully terminated him and smeared his journalistic integrity in the process. Let me just say, the smearing of the journalistic integrity, the the hit that your rep for journalistic integrity took was entirely made by your lack of journalistic integrity. Yeah. That that was the thing. Not anyone talking about it. Surely that didn't help. But we're just, these are just facts, man. You're up against the facts. Wrongful termination suits are particularly messy, mm -hmm. from what I know. As You know, I was a former Free Beacon legal well, the, correspondent. This is the... <laughs> uh, they're particularly messy, and nobody actually wants to go to court. And Which means he's going to get paid. Yes, he is. So you aim for 125, not expecting you could get 125. They'll they will probably settle out of court, and he's going to get something for this. I have got to do what? more terrible stuff. No, it's amazing because, you know. Like way more terrible. I got to shoot totally, high. He's totally in the wrong. And yet he'll get something because that's what, just to make the problem, don't you want to just make the problem go away? And I know CNN has a lot of money, but do they want this thing to drag out? Uh, well, and, and they're, they're so, newly acquired. Yeah. It's sort of turning over a new leaf. That's uh, right. Discover is, mm -hmm. taking, Discovery is taking over. There's new leadership coming in. Zucker is gone. His lieutenant, with whom he had the affair, is gone, or the relationship is gone. I think we're yeah. affair slash relationship. Yes, she's gone. At different times. She's gone. So, yeah, do you want a fresh start, and do you pay for that fresh start with this? Look, you, I, you, you I am not part of these uh, mm -hmm. negotiations. <laughs> if I were, I'd be better off. No. Buying buy myself more clothes for this shoot. <laughs> Get with the clothes. It's fine. Okay, I'm, I'm I don't know. Maybe fine. not. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, no, my, my guess is that they'll want this problem to go away. They'll go to mediation. And they'll come up with a number. That's what they'll say. One side will say, think of a number, and then we'll meet you somewhere in between. Well, he, he's, and, uh, he's the, also gone after his former colleagues for talking about the story on air. Oh, so, yeah. It's like Don Lemon? Look, the story, yeah. the story was news the entire time it was happening, okay? Like, and it was pretty clear that he was not being straight with the network or certainly with the audience yeah. about what he was doing behind the scenes. That's a news story. Should have been a news story the whole time. And then once it broke for real, for real, people talked about it on the network, as they should have. Yeah. And he's saying that they smeared him by talking about it. It is, again, at, and at the end of the day, it's, it's a win-win for lawyers. Because both sides are going to represent, both sides will get paid very well for this. And certainly if Cuomo collects, as I suspect he will in some settlement, they get a nice piece of that. Gonna have a lot of nah. a lot of gym time and a lot of money in his future. Yeah, a lot of gym time. That's all I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he gets to be out there on his deck in the nude. Uh, Remember that? Yes, yeah. yes, I do. That accident in all his glory. Accidentally, he was in the back of some Zoom class. His, it was his, his wife, wife was, was there. teaching. There he was. He's just yeah. showing it off. Oh. Easter promises. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, people are like, "What are they talking about?" You have to see it. Yeah. See this uh, movie. Uh, I have been back in the gym, actually, just to give everybody a, my health update. Oh, my yeah. old lady health update. How are you feeling? I am feeling better. Mm. I am feeling better. I went back to to Orange Theory, and I do have a I have a bone to pick with the fact that they keep doing these super long rows. Yesterday, I did three thousand meters. I'm cumulative, and I'm uh, I'm like let's let's give it a little break. 
Let's give it a little break, guys. What do you What do you find most? What I, I'm not a rower. My I mean, I've I've I'm familiar with it and I've done it, but I am not a person who does this for exercise versus running. Right. right. So I ran. I ran yesterday five and a half. Um, nice. Yeah. Well, I call it running, but really it's a it's a jog. It counts. It's a it counts. Uh, um, when you're done with a rowing session, mm-hmm. I imagine your back is what's sore because you're cr- hunched over or not. No, well, you sh- ideally you shouldn't be hunched oh, over. You should keep that, that explains, posture pretty good. That explains. Okay. <laughs> but the beauty of rowing is that everything hurts. It's a very efficient exercise for all of your muscles. But yes, I would say uh, like sort of lats and, and, and back are the things that, mm. go, that go first for me. But rowing is a nice thing because you can do it efficiently and get a lot, of, a lot more distance as long as your form is good. And burning, so I like, to, I like okay. to focus on that. I always find that, you know, it's whatever I find the most difficult and sweat the most that at the end of, at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, obviously, oh. it's the thing that I hate the most that's going to burn the most that's calories. That's always the case, though. That's what I was going right. to ask about rowing versus running. Are you burning a lot of calories? I think rowing is probably better, than, better for you, yeah. Is that right? I, look, I'm not a scientist. I don't know that for sure. I'd have to I'd have to double check. But we're... By the way, yesterday was the one of the first. I think last week was the first full class I've been to. Like we're right next to each other again. Nobody's scared That's anymore, nice. right? We just oh, oh yeah, I see what you're right, saying. We're that. just Everybody's like saying. slammed into the gym. Everybody with, full full with, class without masks. With man without nobody masks. With, nobody with masks. Occasionally, exciting. someone will wear like one person will wear one because it makes them feel more comfortable. Especially in a full class, fine. But I I I missed it. I missed it. I feel driven by the the two ladies next to me. were quite. Quite fit yesterday, and I was like, I'm going to beat any, them are there, something. Are there, what's the ratio of women to men? Mm, a lot fewer men mm-hmm. than women in these classes. Let me ask you this, both both of you ladies here. A friend of mine, a professional, a professional, but he's single, says that the best thing a guy can do in the gym, if he wants to get noticed, is not to look at anyone. Yes. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> like focused on his yoga, whatever he's doing, and then somebody will come over and say, "Hey, you're really into that." And this then is, this is wow. the, the 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 Steve secret. Steve Steve very sought after. Not just not just because he's a looker, and he is. Let's let's be real. Hey, babe, are you listening? He is a looker, but he's so aloof. He has been going to the same gym for 10 years, and he never talks to anyone. He's a very focused man, and that's like catnip, man. Like catnip. <laughs> Alex is nodding. Okay. I just like to be left alone at the gym, mm-hmm. in other places, but especially at the gym. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Yeah. No, Leave I, me alone. I call my, I'm an extrovert in every other situation, mm-hmm. but at the gym, I call myself a gym-trovert. Mm-hmm. I, am, mm-hmm. I am an introvert only at the gym. I don't want... To do a partner workout, mm-hmm. I don't. It's okay if someone I know is in the gym. Like, yeah, hey, we're doing uh-huh, this together, uh-huh, accountability, uh-huh. buddy. But I don't want to. I don't want to chat. How about like in the locker room? How about in the? How about in the shower? Like, hey, good to see you. I, mean, I suppose you see somebody you know. In the like, shower. like Easter you know, promises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brought it back. She brought it back, folks. No, I'm not there for that. Okay. I'm not there for any of that <laughs> conversation. My husband actually is a is a great trainer. And I know he's annoyed with me because I don't go to the gym with him enough. But I'm bad at being trained by him, even though he's great at it. And he's very calm and he's not judgmental. There's nothing. I'm, but I'm like, meh, meh, I don't want to talk. Stop talking to me, I husband. I wouldn't mind being trained by Steve. But yes. in public, that would be weird. Like if other people are watching. You know. <laughs> well, and he's always giving me like hard stuff to do. That's the problem. I don't want to do that. 
oh, a hundred of these? Thanks, babe. <laughs> He's so inspiring. Oh, wow. So, but you burned enough calories Step that you're off, willing ladies. to. You burned enough calories that you're willing to treat yourself today. Yeah. I am on St. Patrick's Day. What do yes. you do on St. Patrick's Day? Vic? Well, when we grew up, this is very funny. Even though I grew up in a Filipino household, my mother, God bless her, she learned a lot of international cuisines from our patients. And because they were from, because you know we we lived in New Jersey, that means she knew how to make Italian and German and Irish food. Love it. Because those are most of the patients in Jersey. And so for St. Patrick's Day, we actually did corned beef and cabbage and potatoes. Oh, Although yum. it was very, very funny because it was corned beef, cabbage, potatoes, and rice. Even though there's potatoes, <laughs> but you gotta have rice with everything. You can't have a meal without rice. No, you gotta it's have rice. It's very, it's a, it's it's a valuable staple. Uh and and but now you know I'm married to a a woman who is half Irish. Okay. And you know what she said to me today? She goes, "We never did the whole corned beef thing." And also, I brought home this morning. I brought back from the supermarket some Irish soda bread. You know what she said? She goes, "Overrated." Ah! Wow. <laughs> My goodness. So I'm just doing some sort of a skirt steak with marinated with soy sauce and 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 garlic, but also the Irish soda bread. I I love it. <laughs> I don't have any. As I said, yeah. What do you guys? I'm do? surprisingly un-Irish. Also, another thing that surprises people, my name is Mary Catherine. I'm not Catholic. Ah. I'm very confusing. Uh, you are. It's like, you're, you are. you're what kind of, this no. is the wrong kind of white person I was expecting. You're a great um, mystery. Yeah, I am. Uh, it's just a Southern double name, like, you know, Carrie May. Mm. That's that's all that it is. Sue um, Ellen. <laughs> Sue Ellen. Uh, from the great Dallas. Yeah, that's right. That was my yeah. reference. Very good. Yeah. Oh, Sue Ellen. I miss her. I miss her. So I, I like to have a Guinness. Yes. I enjoy Guinness. Uh, Guinness is great. Um, and, and I know this is this can be offensive to the Irish people, so I apologize. In college, I used to talk, partake of a car bomb here and oh there. Oh, my yeah. gosh. You can't say that. As an Irish person, I love an Irish car bomb. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so that's 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 insensitive. Now, now that, what was the proper – because I don't – the other thing that you can't say is when you do a half and half – uh, a black and tan. They don't oh. like that either. I don't think oh, you're supposed really? to say black and tan because it's a reference. I don't know these things. Yeah. I'm just going to well, – As long I'm as you're gonna, fine with it. No, I'm, I'm going right. to preemptively uncancel us. Okay. We're fine. We're fine, guys. Okay, good. Uh, no, so so, 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 we're, so, how about you, Alex? You're doing something Irish? No. No. My family doesn't really do those things. So we never with... did. My last name is you're, Irish. You're not an observant not... Irish woman. No. No. <laughs> I also go usually – I don't even necessarily get one. I find that I end up at Krispy Kreme around St. Patrick's Day because I have pictures of it yes. many years. And you get to see those weird green donuts green just donuts. rolling off the line. They are—they don't look appetizing. Now, they are good because they're Krispy Kreme. Oh, sure. But they look a mess. But I'm sort of fascinated by them. If, if, if you were blindfolded, you'd have no problem eating it. No, it's and just you a wouldn't tell it's, you wouldn't tell it's green. But did you ever were – were you ever like green beer drinkers? Like I, I drank that in college. You know, we'd spend a whole day at the tombs in Georgetown and you'd have green beer. No. Good. Don't get the green beer. It's not good. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it's green going in. Okay. Oh. So just going to say Gar- – Garbage in, garbage out garbage as we've in, said garbage on in. the show before. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need it. Don't need it. So uh, a couple things. I, I found a list of things that are, are – American St. Patrick's Day traditions uh, that yes. aren't Irish at oh, all. Okay, and these are kind of fun just to just to give you a few. Did you know that if you call it St. Patty's Day, that's incorrect, like P A T T Y, because Padraig is the is the, Irish the, the male like the Padraig. Irish male form, and it would be it would be uh, yes, thank you, and it would be Paddy with D's. So 
That's the difference yeah. with Patty. So our, we're actually saying St. Patty, like Patricia's Day. St. Oh. Patricia's Day. Oh, that's good to yeah. know. The shamrock shake, you'll you'll be surprised to find, is not an ancient Gaelic tradition. <laughs> but my kids have been asking for it, so I may pick a couple up on the way home. They also do not have green beer in Ireland. Yeah, good I for mean, them. Because they have respect for their beer. I mean, yeah, that's what right. are we doing here? Yeah, what no, are we doing, no, no, people? No. My mom used to make green applesauce for us on St. Patrick's Day. Was it a, what was the color when you she, mix it with apples? Was it was like a, a pale green. No, or was she just it like, put green food coloring uh, in applesauce and you stir it, it up, up and together. it's icky green apples. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also, uh, when Irish eyes are smiling is not an Irish tune. It was composed by a trio of American songwriters from New York. <laughs> there you go. It was written by Sammy Kahn. And Sorry. oh, oh, one more. Just, yeah. By the way, do you, oh, I gotta discuss this. Do you guys do the leprechaun trap? Have you what? heard of this? What is that? Okay. No, we have kids. We have oh. never. We have Spo- also. Spoiler alert: If your kids are listening and we, they believe we in this stuff, we have never. We have never told our kids that leprechauns are real. And I think that's wise. My daughter's friend across the street. They they still they they do a whole thing. Oh, the leprechaun got you this morning. Like, <laughs> so dude, there's a thing here. that's just become a thing since I was a child. It certainly wasn't a thing when I was a kid, where you make a leprechaun trap to catch a leprechaun mm. on. Like March third, uh, March sixteenth uh-huh. into the seventeenth, like it's like Santa, yes. and then, and then the the leprechaun like you don't catch the leprechaun, and the leprechaun causes mischief. Oh yes, so it leaves things in yes. green glitter, and turns things over. One of my oh, friends, my one of my friends played herself one time because she turned over a bunch of furniture in, in the night, and then came down in the morning when it was dark and. And hurt herself stumbling over the furniture, which, you know. That damn you, leprechaun. That, the leprechaun did it. We, I think, did a leprechaun trap once. It was in 2020 when things were really in flux. And I was like, let's do the thing for the kids. We'll do the leprechaun. They don't have any school. We're in a weird place. Um, yeah, sure. let's, let's bring merriment. Yeah. So we did the leprechaun trap. And, and Steve, I mean, the leprechaun tripped it. And, and I said, okay, well, like. You know, you're going to have to deal with the fact that now the children will think there is a prey that yes. you cannot capture or kill. And, <laughs> Only and, you would think that in your house, by the way. He said, he said, well, maybe we'll have to leave a trail of blood or something. Green blood. <laughs> uh, as as yeah. far as I know, that leprechaun is still detained, and I am concerned for his civil liberties because no amount of questioning should have lasted this long. It's been two years now, Steve. You tell the kids you keep them in the attic. But Free the, uh, the leprechaun. How, what, what is the trap? Free the leprechaun. So what is the trap? Picture like a bear trap or something. It's what, just like what? a box with glitter on it or oh. something. Because you got to get glitter Oh, right. Involved. And maybe you have it balanced with a little yeah, stick. Yeah. We, we actually, we took it. <laughs> you'll enjoy this. We took it as an opportunity to, to discuss the, mecha- the mechanics of deadfalls and such. Oh, yes. Because. That's great. I mean. the kids. Yeah. As the apocalypse was coming. It was 2020. So you might as well teach it's them how coming. to kill some critters. I don't think leprechauns are edible. But, you know, other ones. So that's a skill they learned in March 2020. Lovely. But Lovely. now you know. Now you know, guys. Don't do that, man. Like, quit adding things to my plate. I mean the leprechaun's plate. Quit adding things to my plate. Okay. Okay. Well, there there we have it. Uh, I do. I, I You know. Uh, my lady fit continues. No, are you, so are, are you going to go out like after this, Alex? Are you going to go out like all day? Go out? Go out and like drink all day. Oh, no, I was going to go home and <laughs> FaceTime my parents. I think that's a good idea. Okay. It's a good idea. Good. I, I will have one proper drink. Okay. For the Irish people. You know, you know what's Irish and stays out all year long, don't you? 
Patty O Furniture. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Look, Alex is still thinking. What? I learned that joke from my buddy Todd Palladino, who I spoke to the other day, and he, I told him to tune in because he doesn't listen to podcasts, but he's very like-minded and and knows you and met you once at my book party. Nice. And I said, well, what do you listen to? Because he, he commutes all the time. He drives back and forth all the time. He goes, oh, I just listen to AM radio. Come yes. on, man. We so, are the AM radio. Welcome. This is, this is the new version. Welcome, Todd, to the 21st century. So he says he's going to be tuning in. Uh, and thank you to everyone who's listening. That wraps up another edition of Getting Hammered. Remember, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Tell your friends, and you can follow me on Twitter at Victorina Mattis. I'm Mary Catherine Ham. I have a column to, this week at Daily Beast about uh, the TikTokers and about how even though they even they know that Joe Biden thinks they're stupid. <laughs> So check that out at Daily Beast. I'm at MK Hammer on Twitter and Substack, and I'm MK Hammer Time on Instagram. Thank you for your views. Thank you for suggesting us to friends. We love having you here. Take care of that hangover if you have it. Uh, this is going to never listen to the podcast. <laughs>